0: Welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast, where we discuss faith, relationships, and life advice. Grab a cup of coffee or your favorite cozy drink and start the day with us. Before we start this episode, I just wanted to give a quick disclaimer if this is the first time you are ever listening to this podcast. My name is Bailey, and I started this podcast with my sister-in-law, Olivia, who previously did all of our audio editing for us. And so I will just say as a heads up, this episode is a bit more choppy than our previous ones because I am learning and I am working on learning to edit audio myself. So bear with me, it will get better and I hope you enjoy the episode. Good morning and welcome back to the podcast and welcome to my first solo episode without Olivia, which is a little bit sad, but I am excited to share with you all today about starting a quiet time routine if you have not gotten that into your routine yet or if you're just curious about some new ideas to change it up. So what I'd like to do in the future when I'm doing a solo episode without a guest is I want to share what you all are grateful for that you have posted for me on Instagram. And so if you want to be a part of that in the future, then you will need to follow our morning by morning podcast Instagram. That's what it's called. That's the username. Um, And I will post question boxes on the story to ask what you're grateful for, and you can share it there, and I will share on the podcast. I will not read your name unless you want me to, Um, but for today, my gratitude is I'm excited because I actually have a new opportunity developing in the works. Um, I don't want to share exactly what it is yet because it may or may not actually come together and, you know, be a new part of my life. But I am just excited for a new opportunity, and I have had several people who were very helpful in the process, and so yes, I will definitely share more about it if it actually happens, if it actually works out, but even if it doesn't, I'm honestly very grateful because I just feel like it was kind of a step in the right direction and an act of just trusting God to take care of it, and so yeah, I'm excited for that. But like I said today, I just want to talk about starting a quiet time routine, and I guess to start off, I should just say what I mean by that, and some people might call it their devotion time or their quiet time or their time with God, but basically, in my mind, it just means I am setting aside time to meet with God, spend quality time with God, and to just seek His presence in my life, and specifically I do mine in the morning, so I'm going to kind of focus in on that, but you can definitely do it any time of the day, especially I know some people have very different job schedules than I do and people with young kids, it might be a lot harder to set aside time that's quiet and by yourself. So definitely take all of this with a grain of salt and just know that this is what works for me in this season of my life, but that hopefully even if you know, you can't relate to this specific routine. You can take away some tips and ideas to come up with what works best for you. So first off, I just wanted to say why it's important to have a quiet time routine. And I think that, you know, if you are a believer, if you are a Christian, that you know that you don't grow in your faith if you don't also put in the work. And so I kind of see it as the same way that you would treat another relationship in your life how if you were to be dating someone or even just trying to develop a friendship with someone and you never set aside time to be with that person or to talk to them or to update each other on your lives to get to know them that it wouldn't really grow it would just you know stay the same way that it is or maybe even get worse sometimes if we not intentional with other people we can actually just grow further apart from them so that's kind of how i see my relationship with god not that i necessarily want to just see time with him or a quiet time as checking off another thing off my to-do list or another thing i have to do that day but i want to see it as something that i benefit from it's something that i know is good for me and that i always feel better afterwards even if sometimes I might not be in the mood to do it beforehand. Um, but for me, I have found in my life, especially as I have made this part of my regular routine, that my quiet time in the morning is just a source of peace for me. It's for me it's kind of it's kind of showing that I am trusting God to help me get done what I need to get done in the day because, It's so easy to just say, like, I don't have time. I have all these things I have to do, especially in my current job. There's always stuff that I have to prepare before the day starts. So it's easy to just say, like, I don't have time. I've got to get going on my to-do list. But I have found that when I set aside time to spend with God and I ask him to help me get done what I need to get done for the day and I trust him and I sit down and I make time to just be with him in his presence... He always provides. And somehow I still end up getting done when I need to get done before work starts. I always, you know, get there on time and he takes care of that. I honestly feel like there's been times that God has slowed down time for me. And maybe that's just my perception, but it, he has been faithful to provide for me when I have been faithful to show up and be with him. So those are just kind of my whys. It's just a source of peace for me. It's, Filling my mind and my heart with truth to start the day instead of, you know, panicking. <laughs> because if I start off the day just thinking about my to do list, or if I were to start off my day on social media, I would already be filling my mind with things that could be stressful, or with comparing myself to other people, or just immediately feeling kind of panicked. And I like to think of sitting down to spend time with God as starting my day with purpose and not panic. And I try to say that in my mind and I try to tell myself to walk with purpose and not panic. And I think that just kind of slows my mind, gives me time to breathe and to prepare my heart for the day. So that is my reason why this is so important to me. And I think even if that doesn't resonate with you, if you want to make this a regular part of your routine, you are going to have to have a reason why it's important to you because otherwise, as soon as it gets inconvenient or difficult, then it might be harder to actually stay faithful to that routine that you've started. So real quick, I'm just going to share what my morning routine of my quiet time usually looks like, and then just give a few tips that should be kind of flexible to work with other people's schedules too. So this has not always been the same in my life. Like I would say even, I don't know, I would say in high school is when I kind of started taking more responsibility and ownership for my own faith and my relationship with God and made it more of something intentional that I had to, you know, contribute (laughs) and not just kind of doing things because it's what I'd been told to do growing up. But I would say even then I was not necessarily a very strict everyday quiet time person And I did, you know, I started developing some of those habits in high school and in college. But I would say currently in my life, what it usually looks like is I will set aside time in the morning. And I will say right now that there have been days that I haven't done it. Um, But really, there aren't so many of those anymore because I look forward to this time So I will usually sit down with my Bible, sit down with my cup of coffee. I usually will get ready before I read so that I don't feel rushed and there's not all these extra things in my mind that I still have to do before I leave the house. But I sit down with my Bible, a pen, a highlighter, my reading plan, and my coffee (laughs) and If I have a lot of extra time, if it's the weekend, I will also have a journal out because I love to journal, but I definitely do not have time for that on weekday mornings. And I will say a prayer and I ask God to just to meet with me, to speak to me through his word and to help me understand what he wants me to get out of it. Because I know it can be intimidating when you first start reading the Bible that some of it is hard to understand or you don't always know how to apply it to your life or you don't know where to start. And so I think just saying that prayer in the beginning helps to just remind you that, you know, this is God's word and that he can show you what he wants you to get from it. So even if you read a long passage and you just have one little small takeaway, that's fine. Or um, sometimes you might have a lot that you're taking away from it and you want to slow down and focus in on just a short passage um, for longer. But for me, I would say for the past several years I have been on a routine of reading a chapter of the Bible every day. And there are some exceptions, there are some that are really long and so I'll split those up into two or three sections. But if it's something that I can reasonably sit down and read in I would say, I don't know, 10 or so minutes, 15 minutes, then I will try to read a whole chapter. And I talked about this with Olivia a couple of episodes ago, but I am currently trying to finish a chronological reading plan. And I just found it online, but there's also chronological Bibles. And I am just reading one chapter a day in order of, you know, when the events happened. And I just recently finished the Old Testament and I'm starting the New Testament. So I say my prayer to understand. I read my chapter and then I love to highlight in my Bible. I love to make little notes to the side of things that really just stood out to me. And that just helps me whenever I'm going back through my Bible later, or even when I'm in church and they ask you to turn to a specific passage. I think it's really cool to see the notes that you made before of what God spoke to you and what you learned about him. And I think that just helps it kind of stick in my mind more. But I will say, I've done, I've tried to do the Bible in a year plan. I did not stick with it. I was overwhelmed. It was too much for me to read every day. And again, this could change during different seasons of life, but I think that's okay if you try something and you recognize that it's just not going to work for you and you look at something else. So for me, right now, it's a chapter a day on the chronological plan, and I'm just now starting the New Testament. And I do want to say, real quick, before I move on to something else, that This time around, reading the Old Testament, I was not like just trying to rush through, get it over with, get to the New Testament, because in the past, I definitely have felt like the New Testament is easier to understand, it has more life application. But I have genuinely really enjoyed reading the Old Testament this time around, because there's just so much that was speaking to me about God's character and who he is and how much he loves us and seeing evidence of his relationship with people and pursuing them. And it was just so good. Like all of it just kept reminding me of the goodness of God. And I just got so much out of it. There were several places that I put bookmarks because I want to go back and spend more time there. And so I just, I really have enjoyed that this time around. But another suggestion, if that's too much is you could do like a little devotional on the Version Bible app, you can do like the verse of the day that you could kind of just sit and meditate on one verse. I have really enjoyed the Jesus Calling devotional book, which also is an app. Um, and that for me for a while was like the thing I was reading every day. And I was not even picking up my Bible every day. I would just read the Jesus Calling devotion because I felt like it just always said exactly what I needed to hear, and it helped refocus my mind on God and His truth instead of my worries and my stress. Um, but if you've not heard of that one, it's called Jesus Calling, and it's the author is Sarah Young, and I just have found that one to be extremely helpful. But there's all kinds of devotional books out there, um, and if you just need someone to kind of guide you more in what you're reading instead of just opening up the Bible, then I think that's great. I think that any step towards spending time with God and um, kind of showing him that you're invested in the relationship, you want to learn more, you want to know him, I think is a great start, whatever that looks like. And then after I read and I kind of mark what I've noticed about God, what I'm learning, I try to just, um, you know, if there's something that was convicting to me to say a prayer about that. Or, you know, sometimes I do read it and I don't really get something like really strong and specific that I want to carry with me through the day. But in that case, then I just try to take a moment to pray for my day, pray for God to go with me throughout my day to just remind me of his presence and to for him to guide my thoughts and my words and my actions so that they are pleasing to him and not just the default, which would be to be selfish. <laughs> and so um, not that that always goes perfectly, but I try to just say that prayer as well. So that is what my current quiet time looks like. Like I said, if it's the weekend and I have more time, I love to journal. I love to write down things I'm grateful for, things I'm struggling with, my requests, but I definitely do not always have time for that. So Next, I just want to share a few tips or ideas for you. If what I just described just does not sound like something you want to do or something that is feasible with your current schedule, then I just have a few ideas. So you could take them or leave them, whatever you think might help you. But first of all, I wanted to say a tip is just not to compare your experience and your quiet time routine with someone else's. So if you did it one time this week and you sat down and you met with God and you set aside time for it and that was all you were able to do, then you don't have to beat yourself up and say, well, this person does it however many times a week or this person I know does this every day for an hour. Um, because that's just, it might not be realistic. So I would say don't compare your own journey with God to someone else's because you are where you are right now and you're learning what you're learning right now for a reason. So that's okay. Um, And then also to just give yourself grace. So if you sit down for five minutes and that's what you have that day and you hear from God and you want to move on without, you know, continuing or reading this long passage or saying these long prayers, again, it's a relationship and it's something that grows and moves and is alive and fluid and it's not just this like checkbox thing. So I think that's okay. Another idea is that you don't even start off with reading, but... You start off by setting aside time in the morning to meditate on a specific verse, to meditate on God's truth, something that you already know, or you could spend some time listening to worship music in the morning to kind of get you ready for the day and just praying and maybe that's the way you start off and you don't even start off reading or there's another way that you connect with God that is different than what other people do. So Again, just find what works for you. If you have to do it on your lunch break, do that or in the evening or right before bed. will Be positive results from that. There will be good fruit that grows in your relationship. So I would say if you have zero quiet time routine right now, it's not a part of your daily life or your weekly routines, then just start small. It kind of reminds me of like people's new year's resolutions with working out like you probably shouldn't just say i never ever work out and my goal is to suddenly work out 7 days a week for an hour typically it's a little more realistic and a little more you know motivating if you just say i'm going to set aside these 3 days this week for 10 minutes or whatever it is and then build off of that Because, like I said, I definitely used to approach this from a sense of duty and like something I should do. And now I genuinely look forward to it. I enjoy it. I wish I had more time. Like, I, at the time that I'm closing up my Bible, putting everything away, I typically wish that I am wishing that I had more time to read, to think about His Word, to pray. And so it's something I look forward to. And that was not always the case. So, give yourself grace, start small. And then, like I said, if you want to use a devotion book or a reading plan, I think those are great to get started. And it's a little more guided. Um, the Another one I could recommend is the Rooted Bible Study. You're supposed to do that one with a group, but I learned so much from that Bible study. Um, and then there's 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 tons. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people recommend ones, and I have a long list of ones I want to read, but I would say Jesus Calling is the top one that just made a huge impact on me. But that's all. I'm keeping it simple. I'm going to stop there. But I just want to encourage you that it will make such a big difference with your day, your relationship with God, your own perspective and outlook if you're filling your mind with things that are true and um, that are giving you hope and giving you peace for your day. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the podcast. If you want to give feedback on this topic, share other topics you want to hear about, or share what you're grateful for, you can follow the Instagram page, Morning by Morning Podcast. I would love to hear from you. Remember to find something to be grateful for today.